Welcome back to the Hot Rod Hangout Podcast. Whoop, whoop. I'm Matt. And I'm Ashley. And tonight we have special guests in the house, uh, Scott Rogers from Swap It Fast. Hey, how's it going? And his better half, <laughs> Bonnie. Hi. <laughs> so, uh, basically, uh, like, what got you into this crazy car obsession? I've been a gearhead all my life. I've building cars in my drive, my dad's driveway, oil on the on the concrete. Yeah, he wasn't real happy about that sometimes, but yeah, we were building old school, old school motors, old, old engines. You know, we didn't have the the techie stuff that's out there today. We were doing it the you know with the craftsman tool set mm-hmm. <laughs> that we got for Christmas and and <laughs> buying car parts and and hopping up our our cars. You know, from uh, I, I remember a '65 Mustang convertible that I had, that a dual quad tunnel ram hanging out of the hood. Jerk! First time I pulled the wheels off the ground, I had no idea what happened. The steering wheel went limp. But that's the kind of cars we used to build. Yeah, sweet. So, uh, what car that you currently have is your favorite car just to drive? Get in and drive it. Well, it's a truck. It's not a car. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, getting, it's pushing 30 years old. It's not an antique yet, I guess, but it's a 96 Chevy Silverado crew cab dually mm-hmm. with a six, five turbo diesel in it. And mm-hmm. I love that. I love the rattle. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Yeah. I enjoy my diesel as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, unlimited budget, someone just come up to you and said, money's not an object, you know, build whatever you want to build. What's that car in your head? Every car guy has that car that just they want to build. Well, I, I've got to tell you, my favorite from the time I was a very young, uh, my favorite hot rod was a 69 Trans Am. Okay. They made 591 of them. Eight of them were convertibles. One of those convertibles had a blue top. That's what made it different. All the rest of them were white with blue stripes. Jeez. I know the car well. <laughs> <laughs> Done a little bit of research on it, all right. A bit. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> all right. But I'd want that bone stock. I'd want it just like it was built from the factory. I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't molest it in any way as far as hot rodding a, a, a classic like right. that. Mm-hmm. So that brings up another question. So are you more of a purist and wanting to keep the cars how they came off or hot rod, rat rod? Well... Someday, hopefully not in the distant future, a little closer, I'd, I'd love to build a resto mod and, uh, you know, some old body, new chassis, new everything else with all the bells and whistles on it. I ran into a guy at, uh, I'm not going to say the name of the car show cause I'll, or the, the event because I'll mess it up, but this guy had a 56 Chevy that was absolutely stunning, robin egg blue and white, and the only thing on that car that was from 1956 was the sheet metal. Mm-hmm. And the engine had they had plastic valve covers made to cover covers for the valve covers that were painted to the blue and white, and it said Bel Air across the the top. So it was just mm-hmm. awesome. What a great car! Mm-hmm. So that's a resto mod, and and that's that's what I want to build. And I want to build something old. I found something recently. It's a thirty one um, Plymouth sedan delivery. What a cool little old <laughs> truck, you know. And I can I could I could picture that painted black with the swap it fast all over the sides of it, rolling advertising like they did in the old days. But it would have to be a resto mod. I'd want everything to be, I'd want to be able to drive that thing from here to California and back and everywhere else. Mm -hmm. Not have to worry about the 31 Plymouth breaking down because you're not going (laughs) to find parts for it. No. (laughs) 
And that's that's the one thing with, you know, our 32 is I'm putting a small block in it. So if it does break, because I'm going to drive that truck, and if it does break, I can pull into any parts store and get it. Yep. So uh, what's the, uh, what is Swap It Fast? <clears throat> It it started the the idea for swap it fast came in a came to my buddy Jim and I uh, we were at a swap meet in Iola Wisconsin it's a, quite a famous event it's uh, been going on for many many years the Iola Car Show and Swap Meet and uh, they have four thousand vendors there um, we went there we were only going to be there it's a three day event we were only going to be there for one day and uh, we were going there looking for a steering gearbox for a sixty two Chevy Impala well, we walked into this place. Four or five hours of walking in the 90-degree sun, we were spent, man. We didn't get to enjoy any of the event. We didn't get to go to the car show. We didn't see the car corral. We spent the entire day looking for that part. Well, we got to the point where we we were like, there's got to be a better way to do this. And we started looking and looking and looking for any way to try to find these parts online that were connected to the swap meet. Mm -hmm. And there was nothing. And we got home and we searched some more and this idea started to percolate in our head about how we could do this. And that's where the idea of Swap It Fast was born, was to be able to connect with vendors at an event before, during, and after an event. Mm-hmm. 24-7, 365. So that, that we could make that connection before the event. Ask the question, I'm looking for a 62 Impala gearbox, steering gearbox. Send it out to the, the swap meet. The vendors that are in that swap meet, depending on how that vendor fills out their profile, this is the kinds of stuff we carry, okay? We'll, we'll make it real basic, Chevy, Ford, and Dodge, okay? I'm looking for a Chevy steering box. So the, the vendors have filled out their profiles. This guy's Chevy parts. This guy's Dodge parts. This guy's do that with 4,000 vendors. Mm-hmm. The, only, the, only, the only people that are going to get that question are the ones that have the Chevy parts. It's not going to go to all of them. Right. It'll, it'll pinpoint the... the the, the vendors that are carrying Chevy parts. Yeah. <clears throat> the vendor gets the question. He looks at it. He's, if he's got the part, he can o- then open up a private chat with that buyer. Make their deal. I'm going to be at this event. Da, 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 da. They make that connection, which is one of our taglines. Make that connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say, yeah, I'll be at booth B51. And da, 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 da. He goes to the event. Let's say he, it's a, say, let's say he bought a fender. Okay. He's not going to want to, carry that fender all the way around the event to the car show, to the car corral, to the food, yeah. to, to the food trucks, whatever. You can go enjoy the whole, the whole event, which we didn't get to do that day. Mm-hmm. Um, then on the way out, he goes and picks up that part on the way out the door. Right. He's got, he's got the part that he went there for. Mm-hmm. He didn't, he didn't have to search as much. It's the needle in the haystack. Yeah. Yes. Literally, and you guys all know what I mean, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Swap it fast is going to, we burn the haystack. We show you where the needle is. Yep. And I mean, stuff like that definitely comes in handy in in the bigger, I mean, we've gone to Turkey Rod Run a couple times now, having something like that. If you're going there to look for a specific thing, mm-hmm. to walk through Turkey and walk through the swap meet. Been there. Well, and, and you're missing stuff. Yeah. I mean, because you, you walk by and you get to a point where you're literally just, scanning and that part might not be on top of the pile. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's a, you know, a specialty part that he's not even thinking he's going to sell, it might not even be on his table. He might not even have brought it. (laughs) Well, that's, that's another neat thing about this is that 
think of think of the vendors that that push all their stuff into that trailer before they go to the event they get to the event they dump it all out they try to organize it put it on tables mm-hmm. whatever and they hope they sell something mm-hmm. with swap it fast they could literally build a packing list from the questions that are that they've that they've responded to, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now they're putting okay. I got all this already sold, so that's going to be the first thing on the on the trailer. Mm-hmm. Now we'll put on what what'll fit, what we think will sell. Right. And, gonna, you, and you know that that's sold, so yeah. you know that you're going to have a good day before you get there. <laughs> go there with go there with the full trailer and go home with less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what and that's I mean we did motorcycle swap and that that was the plan. Yep. You know you 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 plan to not come back with a full trailer. It usually doesn't work out that way, but we want to fix that. And that's and this when me and you talked about it, it literally I like light bulbs in my head because we have that. I mean, there's certain parts that I want to be 54. I, there's certain parts that I want to be 32 on our cars, and a good for instance, uh, Gasser Garage on the podcast I had mentioned. I couldn't find, I couldn't find a uh, uh, outer uh, outer pivot bolt for the lower control arm. Couldn't find one. Went through parts outlets. Couldn't find one. Swap meet digging around. Couldn't find one. Asking people that deal in, you know, fifties Chevrolets, and everyone swaps it to a Mustang too, and those parts get junked because. No one is putting it back. If you have a problem, you just put a Mustang 2 on it. Problem solved. A lot of problems are solved. This, you know. The purest struggles. Right. Well, and, and I I said it on a podcast. Hey, I need this part. He wrote me. And I said, yeah. He goes, I put Mustang 2 on everything. He goes, but I have two or three of them behind the shed. I'll go check and see if any of the bolts are good, and I'll send you one. And he did, and it's awesome. It's mm-hmm. on the car, and I can drive the car again. I mean, I was driving the car with it broke. <laughs> but, but, but it also helped us because, like, we're not trying to – I mean, we're slightly on a budget, you know? And there's a lot of yeah. people out there that are on budgets, but they want to have these cool cars to drive around in, but they can't go to all these big manufacturers and pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for one part. Well, that bolt was two hundred dollars yeah. and seventy five dollars to ship it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And then I I stalled around and ended up when I spoke with um, Brian from the hometown hot rodder. He he's like, "Yeah, I can find it." And he called me. He said, "There's not one in the United States." <laughs> and I went, "What do you mean? There was just one a couple of weeks ago." He goes, "Yeah, no, it's gone." Well, that's that's another thing that, that Swap It Fast is going to be able to help with. You know, the the younger generations they do everything online. Right. They're all very digital. Mm-hmm. And this is this is something that, that that my partner and I, my business partner and I, talk about all the time. Is is we want to create we want to create a path. We want to we're building a path for the analog people and the digital people. Well, that. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's, it's all, all good. good. <laughs> anyway, you know the the digital path to the analog world, and 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 I think this can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the younger generation, and and I think attendance is has has dwindled. 
I think attendance has, has started to dwindle. There's not mm-hmm. the excitement that there used to be at a swap meet. Right. And, and we truly, we, we want to build something that's going to enhance the experience for everybody involved, the host, the vendors, the buyers, mm-hmm. um, people that just come for the car show, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and, and part of, part of swap it fast will be a nationwide directory. And uh, we want to get get as many events on there. We don't want to have a couple hundred events. We want to have a few thousand events right. and then some. This is, I know who it is, and I can't answer the phone right now. <laughs> it's okay. Do you want to pause? No, no. Okay. So, I mean, that, and that's our goal. That was our goal when we started the podcast was mm-hmm. to try to get the uh, the younger generation connected with, the older generation, because the older generation, for lack of a better way to say it, they're they're holding the keys to yes. this car obsession. And, Absolutely. And if you don't have a, a dad or a grandpa that was into this and stayed into it for you to get into it, you're losing it. You know the the kid I had on the first podcast with us. You know he's he's I'd call him a car guy, but. His family isn't into cars. So when we started working together, he seen my cars and we started talking. And that was kind of, we made a friendship outside of work based on cars. And, but he's in a place where budget won't allow him to do what he wants to do. Because in all actuality, I mean, cars have gotten to a point where you know, those $250 Model A's that you used to find in fields are no longer there. <laughs> um, and the the older generation holds the knowledge and the younger generation, it's hard to sometimes get into those circles. So I have been fortunate that my dad growing up, you know, we were into hot rods. We were into cars. I met your parents. That's, yes. That's how we, that's how... We yeah. got connected. And, you know, I have met through buying cars. You know, my 32 came from someone that I consider very, very knowledgeable in this car world. And his group of friends is mostly, you know, Model A guys, <laughs> you know, or, you know, 59 <clears throat> Mercs. I mean, there, there's a whole, we went up to a gathering with them and his yard looked like, you know, it was a '50s car show basically because there was that's awesome. Mm-hmm. There was Carry All, which we had him on the podcast. You know, uh, there was a chop channeled everything you could do, pancake hood Merc, and then the other side of it was a Merc that looked like it just rolled off the showroom floor. Very cool. Literally, he was like, so that car started out as that one. (laughs) Like, I saw the similarities in it, but it didn't click in my head. Well, you you tapped the chop of that Merc, and it takes on a whole different personality. 16 inches he cut out of the roof. Something like that. He even had, it was. (laughs) Windows that were two inches. Yeah, Yeah. and he he had a list on the side window that Mm -hmm. was tall enough with like 19 questions. Yeah. Yes, I drive it. I've put 200,000 miles on it. It's it's been chopped this much. That's great. Yes, it's loud. Yes, it rattles. Yes, it shakes. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but, and that's what we love to see, you know, coming. I love seeing cars on the road because they're not supposed to be. Right. You know, the, uh, the Mustang, when it first came out, was a throwaway car. 
Yep. You were supposed to drive it for a couple of years, toss it in the junkyard, and go buy another one. Well, now you're seeing 64 and a half Mustangs driving around that look better than some of these. New, well, they all look better than the new cars because <laughs> the new car doesn't have any soul. There's, well, the, the new cars all look alike. You <laughs> literally, you you know, and there's not. It doesn't evoke an emotion. You know, like we we talked about when we took the 54 out. That was really Ashley's first. Uh, projection into the car scene was we're rolling into Market of Marion and a guy flips around and takes a picture as we're cruising in and she's like, that guy just took a picture of us and I'm like, yeah. And we park and literally it's a survivor car. It's got rust. And we're parking it next to a guy that's got $250,000 in his car and drove it there on a trailer, we later found out. Wasn't well, that shiny paint Shiny paint causes stress or yes. something like that? Yeah, shiny paint awesome. causes stress. Yes, sir. But uh, And people walking up like, oh, is that a 54? Yes, sir. Oh, my grandpa had one. Or yeah. I learned how to drive. Or I took my wife to ice cream for our first date in a 53. Or, you know, and it invokes an emotion. When you see classic cars out everyone has a story it might not be that specific car you also get the guy that i have one exactly like that which kind of gets annoying sometimes but because it was orange or it was blue it wasn't orange it was a four-door and it had a v8 but like it was exactly the same right but we're not trying to be exactly the same like i don't you know it looks like a turtle car that's why it's michelangelo like (laughs) It's lower than it should be. You know, I lifted it. That tr- that car's been lifted four inches since I bought it. Like it's, it looks awesome. <laughs> thank you. But you know, and that was when we bought it. Like I knew loading it on the trailer, and it loaded itself on the trailer. It drove its sort off self off the trailer. It got hung up a couple times, but it it did it. And but I knew buying that car that there was going to have to be some tweaks made. I didn't know how drastic. But me and her couldn't ride in it when we first got it. It's set on the ground. If you put a passenger in the passenger seat, it's set on the ground. Like, it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, and we, we muddled through it, and, and Ashley got to, to get work in hands. And, you know, it was a good time. And that's what this is all about, is yep. getting in the garage with people that you care about. You know, Dad's truck, his 34 right now, is sitting up on wheel cribs. Waiting on wiring to get finished. Well, that Bel Air that I was telling you about earlier, the guy, I said, I said, that's the most gorgeous car I've ever seen. I said, what's it missing? And he said, what do you mean? I said, there's one part you can't find for that car. He says, yeah, I know. <laughs> he says, how'd you know that? I says, because you're all missing that one part. Oh, yeah. I said, what if I told you we were building something that could find you that part? He's like, you got to be kidding me. I says, if it, it, the way we're building it, it'll work. And, and it is awesome. So with that being said, um, what is, so you said that the buyer can set up or uh, the vendor sets up a profile. They basically list off a general idea of the parts that they sell. They can even get specific. If they've got something that's really unique, put it in their verbatim what it is. Okay. They they can do Chevy parts, whatever part. Right. But but if they've got something really special, a certain transmission or a certain engine, um, you know, they can list that specifically. If the if the question comes in for that specific thing, boom! It makes it it makes the connection. It makes it right now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't wait twenty four forty eight hours. It happens right now. Yep, that's awesome because 
I think Jeff didn't Jeff. Je- yeah, yeah, Jeff. Jeff did, yeah, he did the. He did a little uh, uh, the Mustang gas cap. Right. Yep. And he because he had the customer side and, and the then buyer the, side and then the buyer the, side the, and yep. yeah, he Vendor flipped side. between the two. And it happens saw how instantaneously. Quick it went, but, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, we've got a guy that that just recently asked for for. It's amazing, uh, and most people have never even heard of it. Do you know what a Rupp Centaur is? No. It's a three-wheel motorcycle that Rupp. Do you know who Rupp is? Yes. Rupp made mini bikes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Rupp made, years ago, made, uh, it was called a Centaur, and it was a three-wheeled motorcycle for every purpose, uh, in, in, in every way. And he's asked for this uh, particular part, or I think he was looking for Centaur parts, in general, but specifically seats. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I happen to know somebody that has those parts. <laughs> and now I got to go to him and say, you need to become a vendor on our, on our website mm-hmm. and they will connect immediately. Yeah. That is, that is pretty awesome. But I mean, and I feel like too, it's going to get the people because I mean, we're a podcast, like we are online 90% of the time, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, we have our lives, but they're online but having something like this where you're connecting the people to the swap meets. Mm-hmm. I mean, even outside the swap meets too, but in the swap meets, it's getting those. And, and the neat, one of the neat ways to look at this is, is this is an inventory. It's an analog inventory. There's mm-hmm. no, you, you know, but every vendor knows what he has. Right. Yes. Um, but there's no UPCs or SKU numbers or that type mm-hmm. of thing. There's no way he can list all that stuff, but he knows right. what he has. Mm-hmm. So if those if those questions start matching what he's got in his profile, this thing is going to go off like the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and it's going to grow, I mean, because a vendor has a good experience, which, you know, it they can't not have a good experience. If they're on, the, if they're on it and they sell two or three things before a show – they're going to tell the next vendor next to them, like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, because you notice. And, and also when you're a vendor at a show, you get to learn the people that come every yep. month. Yep. They become acquaintances. I mean, they're, they're still your competition mm-hmm. if you're selling in the same parts lines. But you learn oh, that guy has this, that guy has this. And you'll send people. Like, if I don't have something, I'll, I'll send you over to. Or go try to buy it and sell it to them myself. But, you know, so if when the vendor has a good experience or the vendor next to them sees, like, well, you you have these parts sitting over here. What are those? Oh, those are already sold. Well, we just got here. Like, how are they already sold? Oh, swap it fast. You know, and it, it... it'll get people and, and it'll grow and that'll also help on the buying side. Absolutely. The more vendors you can get on there, one, it's going to help the vendors recycle parts because I know in dealing with motorcycle parts, you'd get to a point where you're like, okay, I can't buy nothing this month. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to go to a swap meet and hope you had a killer month so you could buy new inventory. So it wasn't the same inventory. Mm-hmm. And or you had so much inventory because, like, there were plenty of times. Luckily, we do know what <coughs> your side of the table is like because we were vendors and we're also shoppers now. But, like, 
we wouldn't be able to haul all of our stuff. And then it's like that one person, that one time comes and asks for that one part and I left it at home. Well, and that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. It literally happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, I got one of those at home. You know, I'll be here next month. Yep. You know, you can. Yeah. They're not, there's they're a good not. chance that's not going to happen. Yep. But so if they, again, if they can, if they can make that connection in advance. Mm-hmm. Well, especially like that works for the Sumter swap meet. I'll be here next month. I'll be in the same spot. That works in swap meets like that. Right. But, you know, Up the North? Carlisle show, it's yep. once a year, <laughs> you yep. know, or, you know, any of the other um, turkey, you know. Turkey is twice a year. But if they're not local to Florida. Right. Right. It, you can't go, well, I'll run is... home and grab that and it'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> like, you know. Well, people come People come to those bigger events like, like the turkey run, uh, the Hershey, uh, Carlisle events. There's people that come from over uh, uh, from Europe to get yes. those parts. They can make that connection before they ever get on the plane. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we tested this. And the, <laughs> as far as the how well these vendors know their inventory, mm-hmm. even they, even though it looks like they've just shoveled it on, um, this guy had a bunch of trim laid out uh, at this one event, the Pomona event. We went to a mm-hmm. Pomona event, and. Uh, we were looking for the clips that hold uh, for a 1960 El Camino. The tail fin has a little piece of trim, chrome trim on it. Mm-hmm. I had a picture of that. And what I needed was the clips that hold that piece of trim on. Um, I, so I'm showing the picture to the guy and told him it's a 60 Chevy El Camino. And he's like, hold on a minute. And he goes over, he's, he pushes a couple people out of the way because there's this big pile of trim. He starts weeding through it, and he pulls out the exact same piece that I had the picture of. That's how well these people know their, in, oh, their yes. inventory. It's incredible. Yes, and that and you might not know exactly on the table, or in that case, where it's at in the pile, but you know you have one. Yep. You know, uh, the way we did the swap meet was I handled most of the table stuff. My dad handled most of the motor stuff that we had. My mom was strictly the tarp. And because she laid hers. it out, <laughs> well, it was, you know, and because I'll be honest, I didn't want to get down on my hands and knees and lay it out nicely. Mine probably would have been the, the 10 foot dump and it landed on a tarp. And at the end of the day, you fold the tarp up and you stick it back in the bin and Easier you do it again load. next month. But my mom <laughs> would miss, you know, she would lay it out because even though the tarp was, the cheaper, the $5, the $10, the, the dollar parts. The worst thing about going to a swap meet for for us as buyers is you don't know what's at the bottom of that pile. Right. Where if you spread it out, one, you know what you have. Yep. Because the little parts, like I could tell you the big parts. I could tell you, oh, we have this size handlebar, we have this, we have this. But the little parts, you know, you go buy a parts lot and it comes with a bucket of parts. Every parts lot we ever bought come with bolts that they don't know what went to. They might not even have been for a motorcycle. You know, it's going to be the crap that they didn't throw away, but you can. It's like, so with her setting it out, there was times that people would walk up to the table and go, hey, do you have a this? And I'd be like, no, not unless, and she'd pop up with, is it this? Yeah, it's, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> because she unloaded and loaded it. She packed it. So it was, 
you learn your parts that way. But a lot of the a lot of times for a buyer, it's hard to go searching because three quarters of the way or halfway through that pile, you done forgot or lost interest in digging around for any more. You know, did you take your tetanus shot today? I don't want to, <laughs> you know, I don't want to dig through your crap. But if on swap it fast, someone is looking for that part, the vendor knows he's already got it out. So you, you can walk up and go, hey, you're the guy. You have this. I have the money. Here we go. Yep. And we go on about our day. Yep. So I believe y'all are on to something killer. And I'm excited to see how big it grows. Because like I said, with once more vendors get a hold of it, the sky is the limit for the inventory. You're basically making a giant mall. For well, car parts, well, and and the guy that's look, that was looking that wanted that one part, he knows what the part the people the buyer knows what he wants. Yes, somebody out there has it. Yes, it might not have made it on the trailer to go to that swap <laughs> meeting. Yeah, well, if again, if they make that connection, and if you find your part, if you know your parts there, you know, I talked about uh, the being able to do the car show, enjoy the event, mm-hmm. you know, before you take your part out. One thing that both Jim and I love to do is treasure hunt. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a chance to treasure hunt. That's and that's that's cool when you can go treasure hunting. You know where your part is. Hey, let's go see what else we can find. Yeah, you know that's that's the the scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. You know the and, and that's I find more I get more enjoyment out of that. Right. Didn't get to do it, so this is going to allow people to do that also. Mm-hmm. I know guys hubcaps. I know I know a guy says <laughs> I know a guy he says I could go out to every single box out there and find something in that box that I'd want. And I said, well, yeah, that's a treasure hunt. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. And, and and it does. It's Swap meets have gone, the, the, the attendance, they're different than they were even 10 years ago. Because um, when, when dad was into cars and I was still coming up, I remember Webster being huge. And Webster's still a decent-sized mm-hmm. show. But five or six cars in the car show, ten cars in the car show, it used to be the whole field. They didn't even have parts over on that other side because there was car show going on there. There just doesn't seem to be, and that's kind of our goal is to try to get people to drive their, you know, drive their stuff. (laughs) Good catch. (laughs) You know, I mean... It doesn't matter for us. It doesn't matter if you have a two hundred fifty thousand dollars car in your garage. I don't care if you're not driving it. You, you know. got a ten thousand dollars car that might not make it home, but you're here with it. That's cool. I'm cool. <laughs> like <laughs> you know, you know. Fingers crossed, you make it home, or two or two or three of your buddies are in cars with you just in case. Like <laughs> that. That's cool. But. And we and those those people that are on that budget need to be connected with people that have parts that aren't two hundred dollars for a bolt. Well, and and if if somebody in California is looking for something, and the vendor that that has the parts in in Florida is something small, you know, they can they can ship it back. Yeah. You know, they can ship it too. You know, mm-hmm. you're not going to ship a fender; it gets too expensive. No. You know, yeah. but um, you know, smaller car, smaller parts could go that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but a but, lot of the bigger vendors too are are at a lot of shows, so you yeah. might not be able to get it today. But 
you know, Daytona's coming up. Oh, okay. I'm going to be at Daytona. The it doesn't ven- really matter where you're at. You're coming to Daytona. The vendor can even put that in their profile that I'm going to be at, at the Daytona Turkey Run. I'm going to be at Sumter for the April show or what, you know, yeah. they can list those events. So if people are looking to hook up that way, you know, it's yeah. just one more avenue, one more tidbit to, to, to bring people back to the, to the events. Well, and also people that sell newer stuff. Sure. You know, I'm not going to call the guy out, but I've been there three times. <laughs> I've been there. I've been at the Sumter Swap Meet three times for the same part. Yeah. And, oh, I just sold it. You knew I was coming. Like, I talk to you every month, and I'll tell you I'll be here. And I ran into you, which I was late in the day, so I'll give him credit on that. But he was packing up. Yeah. Well, it was, he it was got going rained home. out that last day. So. He was going home. So you, you, you sold my steering box. <laughs> I, st- <laughs> I still need that steering box. And, he's, and he deals in newer parts. But you know the light guy. The, there's a light guy at that swap meet. There's a light yep. guy at the at the motorcycle swap meet. You know, uh, you know, you had the flathead. Was it Fred? Flathead, flathead Fred, Tommy or Tommy, Tommy right Tom. across the yeah. street right. or right across the road from where y'all were set up. Right. You know, he's there every month. Yep. Same so, spot. You know, and you know it doesn't. It it's advantageous to know the people that are going to be there. It's advantageous to know that you have a customer coming for that part because at the end of the day all those vendors there are to sell parts right i mean it it does turn into a little bit of a social gathering as well you running into people hearing you know parts that you sold or stuff that people are working on too but at the end of the day they're there to sell parts and the buyers are there to buy parts so if you can connect them yeah it's it's gonna be all i mean I'm so excited. It's kind of mind blowing to think about it, isn't it? You know, I, I, it's sad to say, but there were, there were a few vendors that I, I approached a lot of vendors at uh, this last event that they had Mm. the three day event in February Mm -hmm. here. Um, I, I was beating feet in there. I was tied. I talked to probably 500 vendors and, uh, I had maybe two that were like, yeah, no, I'm, I've got my own website and stuff like that. I'm like, (laughs) oh, okay, cool. Great. I'd love to see him hook it up because he hooks that up and it'd be awesome. Sidebar, the guy that doesn't have my steering box every month has yeah. a website. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I mean, <laughs> even, even if he made a profile on Swap S, it could said, guide it right yeah, to your website. It's like, like, okay, well, you know, we're at this swap meet. Oh, no, you're not coming here. You live out in California. Well, he come get, over to my swap meet or yeah. website. He can be as the vendors can be as vague or specific as they want to be. Mm-hmm. They could make a profile that they would get literally every single question. Yeah, you know, if, mm-hmm. so this guy that that you know, um, he could literally he'd be inundated, and well, it, it would all it could steer everything. It's to a his website. funnel to your. I mean, it's a funnel to everything. Like if you have the part, it's a funnel to get your part sold. If you have a website or a company that does this stuff. I mean, it funnels Great. to your website. Great. Like awesome. <laughs> you know? So really it's the, the vendor themselves. It's great for, but the vendor that's not the weekend warrior, the vendor that this is what they do for a living is they travel to shows, right? you know? Uh, Cause like Webster, there was, I mean, we were, we were weekend warriors Monday through Friday. I didn't really care about parts. 
If you right. called me and asked, I would sell it to you, obviously. Right. But it was the first Sunday of the month, our first Saturday and Sunday for us. But, you know, guys, you know, uh, guys that are going to these shows that whether they're retired, whether... Something to do. You know, mm-hmm. what, yeah. You know, they got, this they is, got a barn full of old car parts. Yeah, they yeah. can load it up. And they're going to the show anyway. Right. I mean, that was when we started this. It was like, oh, do, you know, do we really want to do a podcast? And I was like, well, we go to shows anyway. Like, I'm going to be there regardless. So we talk about it and BS about it by ourselves. Let's talk into a microphone and maybe somebody would like to hear about it. Because we're, we plan to make the, the Pigeon Ford Rod Run this year. I've never been. Beautiful but, area. If someone goes to that show and talks to me about it or wants to tell me about it, well, that's what we're here for. Live vicarious. You know, it's a big chunk of money to go to an out-of-state show, especially if you're towing a car, possibly two cars. It's a big chunk of money to just go, yeah, I think think I'm going to go. Well, you get there, and your car's in Airbnb jail, and that happened in Florida. Literally, the 54 sat on a trailer in the back of the Airbnb because I couldn't get the car out. For three days in Daytona. Like, it was, I, I wanted to hurt somebody. <laughs> but, and because everybody was <clears throat> expecting the car there. You know, we're, I'm running into people that I know, and they're like, hey, man, the 54 here? And I'm like, no. And we're walking around the car show, and there's a spot. For your car. That Florida Rats and Rods left for my 54 to come park. And he's like, hey, man, go get your car. And I'm like, I wish I could. It's in Port Orange and Airbnb jail because I couldn't get the car out. But knowing that, we now know to do a little more research on Airbnbs because it doesn't matter how nice the house is, it still might be on a crap road. But if that was the first experience for somebody coming down here, they may never come back because, well, that was my experience. I paid... X amount of dollars to get down here and I didn't enjoy myself because how many people, if you were out of town and never been to the swap meet would have went, well, this sucks. And then just loaded up and went home, not understanding that we still had a good time. Mm -hmm. But if no one knows about it, no one, no one knows that it's still going to be a good time. Even if you don't have your car there. Right. So, well, the, 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 the swap meet, experience it, it needs it's it needs to evolve yes if it doesn't evolve it will become extinct yes and so that's why it's guys like you know it's it's people like you and us that that let's put a different spin on things mm-hmm. and and figure out a better way and connect the people that sit at home on their phones or in front of their mm-hmm. computer looking for parts this is a different way to get to that swap meet yeah and and hopefully It'll it'll increase attendance. It it'll increase the buyer's experience. What what a great experience for the buyer. He's got the part. He walks in. He yeah, goes. there it is. Yep. The <laughs> but vendor. But then you the also vendor. get to go enjoy it. You're not searching like turkey. If you take off for a part, you're going to be stuck in the swap meet for those three days. Yep. You're not going to get to go see cool cars. So now it's a bad experience. You didn't find the part. Why am I coming back? Why do I? Why would I go to another swap meet? <laughs> yeah. Right. So with this, it's I got my part. 
I can. I got to sit with the guys in the car clubs. Yeah. You know, I did that at the Turkey Run last year. I, yeah. I talked to a bunch of the car club guys. What a neat experience that was. Yeah. And you know, four or five of their cars. It's in a. Mm-hmm. It was like a camp. They were like camping out. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. it was it was awesome. Yeah, it was a it's it's a good time. But if you're searching, if you're beating feet up and down the aisles looking for something, you don't even make it over to the car corral or the car show or to, you know, it's not a, it's not a good experience. And with this, you find your part. Now you're not looking specifically. You're just looking for something that catches your eye. You do that one day. The -hmm. next day you go look at cars, which is what we're all there for anyway. And go look at the cars that we can't afford to buy. So. <laughs> Welcome in, to in the car in the car corral. Yeah, yeah. But in a, it's it. I really, I really, 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 really. I'm so excited to see where this goes because it is going to be awesome. And I'm so fortunate that, however it happened, we ran into you. Absolutely, buddy. And Absolutely. I look forward to everything that's going to come with this. So with that being said, is there a show or event that you've been to that you've never been to that you'd like to make? Well, yes, and I've invited you to go with me. Okay. <laughs> that would be the Moultrie event that's going to be the 4th, 5th, and 6th of April. I will be there. Uh, hey, we could do this. We could have fun. <laughs> I, I will be there Thursday and Friday. My dad might actually road trip up with me for those two days. And then Ashley will be there on Saturday, maybe with my mom. <laughs> hey, and if you show me how to work this thing, <laughs> this GoPro 12 that I just bought yesterday, and it took me three hours to try to hook it up last night, it needs you need to update the camera new out of the box. Okay. And you do that. Through your phone. Well, Bonnie was with me last night, and she can attest that I was beyond (laughs) aggravated. The frustration was oozing out of my ears. Um, And I looked at the tutorials. These guys, well, you just do this, and you do that, and you hit the button, and wow, you're going. Yeah, that didn't work that way. Yeah, we'll take a look at it. I kept getting error (laughs) messages and this and that. And finally, they said there was a way that you could manually update it with through your computer well i had the little thing that i could put the sd card in i stuck it into the side of the my little tablet and uh i'm fine i'm now i'm listening to a tutorial on a guy that's going to tell you how to manual update it my screen doesn't look anything like his (laughs) i can't i i have to be careful what i say because the words that came out of my mouth last night yeah um And so I tried to follow, and I and I things weren't saying they they didn't say exactly the same thing. And he did this, and I tried to do that. And I said I said to Bonnie, I says, I'm done. I says I'm going to go back to Best Buy tomorrow morning and say here, do this. Set it up. And I took the SD card out of that thing, out of the little jump drive thing, whatever they're they're called. See, that's how technologically challenged I am. I don't even know what you call this stuff. And I put it back in the camera. I stuck the battery in it. I hit the the power button. It lit up and it said updating. So I don't know what I did. (laughs) I could, there's no possible way I could duplicate what I did, but somehow I made it work. And now the camera works Mm -hmm. and I'm excited to, uh, to take this to events and and start narrating and stuff like that. YouTube makes a lot it makes it a lot easier to get reach out especially for videos 
Um, we do, we have an Instagram and a YouTube as well. Um, the YouTube currently is just basically the lives that we've done and a couple shorts with my dad's car because Ashley does all the filming. So she was in the passenger seat of the 54. So you can see the reflection of us in the mirror. But that's go. it. <laughs> um, but yes, YouTube, uh, YouTube has became a necessity of social media. Um, and like Ashley said, we weren't real big social media other than Facebook Marketplace, which ties into Swap It Fast. <laughs> well, it, it does, it does, but every other marketplace out there is a seller-generated marketplace. Yes. They have to take a picture of something. They have to put it on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or some other type of classifieds. Hope somebody trips over and sees it and says, I got to have that. Yes. The 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 chances of of executing are are low. Yes, and Where, then you also have to deal with: is it available? Yes, it's available, and then never hearing back from the person. So then yeah. you get frustrated, and you take it out on the next person, and then eventually you're just like, screw it, I don't want to sell it anymore. <laughs> People that sell on eBay and and many of the other awesome. platforms, they have to pay now. The now the the seller has to pay a percentage of their their selling price to to eBay. Mm-hmm. Yep. With Swap It Fast, there's a there's a monthly or annual vendor fee subscription fee. Mm-hmm. We don't care how much you make. I, I, we want you to make hundred thousand dollars this year. You know, we don't want a percentage of that. Mm. We, we're looking at we're looking at a, a monthly subscription fee. Right. And if you sign if you sign up now, there's promo codes that will get it to you really cheap. Now with. You say it's like a flat fee mm-hmm. for annual or monthly, depending on which you want to set right. up for. And that's unlimited ads as well, correct? Unlimited ads. You like, can put whatever you want in your profile. As many things as you yep. want. doesn't matter if it's yep. one thing or a hundred things. Right. You can put as much as you want yep. on there. Awesome. Now the, it's the, not the, necessarily ads. It's a profile <laughs> that connects with people right. that are looking. Okay. Okay. Right. It's okay. not an advertisement. <laughs> There's okay. no pictures. You're not. But now, when the vendor, if the vendor does connect with the buyer and says, "Yeah, I, I've got that," mm-hmm. they can send pictures back and forth in that private chat. Right. You know, the the buyer can say, "Yeah, this is the part that I'm looking for. Mine's broken. Okay, whatever." Mm-hmm. The the seller can then say, "Well, this is what I've got. This is what I think what you're asking for." Can send a, so they make that they make that connection there too. You know, that you can visually yes. see. Yeah, that'll work for me. Yes, that's it, or that you know. Would have saved us a trip Saturday. Yeah, you yeah. you talked about we talked about that before the podcast. You know, it would have saved us a trip down there because I would have seen that it was rusty. I would have seen that it was the rails were wrong and all that stuff that ended up coming back with an empty trailer. Um, but so necess- so not not even necessarily. It's not a an an ad of this is what I have. It's more of this is the type of stuff exactly. that I deal with. Okay, and the buyer can say hey i need this and that person says okay i have i may have one of those or i do have one of those let me see is this what you're talking about yes so that that'll that'll be awesome to connect people well if you've got that 427 engine out of a 69 corvette you can say i've got a 69 corvette 427 whatever you know and and list that in their profile Mm -hmm. somebody could could ask that question hey i'm looking for a 69 corvette 427 Gotcha. There it is. It'll make it right okay. there. Awesome. 
So, so it's not really ads. It's right. description. It's, yeah. it's profiles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's really just connecting car guys to car guys. Bingo. Which is exactly. <laughs> if it doesn't evolve, it's going to go extinct. Mm-hmm. So yes. you, people like you and people like us need to keep this going. Yes. We've got a great team put together. Uh, um, we've got a an IT group that, that uh, is doing a great job. We've got a, a social media person that's doing a great job. You keep telling me to quit tapping on it. It's that. okay. Desk jobs are fine. <laughs> um, we, we, you know, it's, it's, we've got an incredible team behind us. We didn't do this by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're a couple of old guys. You know, we, needed some, <laughs> we needed some of the younger generation to, to help us build this. Um, my brother has been in computers for 27 or 28 years, so he, he understands how software is built, and he knows all the jargon. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm lost, okay? But, you know, we put him with Jim's daughter, uh, Shannon, and she, she's a great front-end IT person, so the two of them have done a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Um, Tara, with our social media, she's, she's putting a lot of stuff out on Facebook, uh, on, Facebook on Instagram, and uh, the, the recap of Sumter that she's got mm-hmm. on there is pretty amazing. Mm. Um, she's doing a great job. Everybody in the crew is. Everybody awesome. in the crew is. And on Facebook and Instagram, you're just listed as Swap It Fast. Mm-hmm. Awesome. But no, so I simple. think Instagram is at Swap It Fast. Yeah. You know, I, see, I don't know how. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a dinosaur, okay? <laughs> well, we'll, we'll have everything. Yeah, it's just Swap It Fast on, on Instagram and Facebook. I believe. So, yep. That'll be... Swap it fast, fast to search. Yeah. <laughs> but so we'll Instagram have... is all one word, swap it fast, and Facebook is swap it one word and then fast. Mm. And your little logo, which will yes, which will be the cover photo for this podcast. Yes, fantastic. So they'll they'll know what they're looking for. So that's great. So what show do you try to make every year? Whether it's to promote this or just a show that holds a special spot in your heart. That you always try to get to. We got to go back to Iola. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where this idea was born. And uh, Bonnie and I made it there last summer. Uh, it's generally in July. And uh, so we'll be, in, we'll be there this year too. Yeah. Uh, but there's, there's so many of them. There's Jefferson. There's uh, Car- the Carlisle events. It's not just one event. There's Carlisle events all, all up and down the East Coast and yes. mid-Atlantic, whatever you want to call that. You know, uh, Pennsylvania, Florida, Lakeland. Um, yeah, we went to the Carlisle auction last year in yeah. Lakeland. Uh, yeah. We were there too. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't cross paths. We nope. probably we did. Probably we did. probably have, yeah. <laughs> but we yeah. just went, we, we, at that time it was, uh, I think dad was looking for a car. He had just started looking for a car. When we went to Carlisle? Yeah. Or did I even have the 54? We didn't yet? even have the 54 yet. We literally. I think it was just one of those things oh, that we heard about it, and we're yeah. like, we, we got to go check this out. Uh, there was a vendor at the motorcycle swap meet, Webster, and um, he was a, a veteran. He had a veteran organization, and um, they were doing a pancake breakfast, and I'm fat, and I like pancakes. So <laughs> <laughs> we went to pancake breakfast, and uh, I try to turn everything into car events. Um, it's easy to do. So, like, mm-hmm. everything that we do... Like, even we have a trip coming up that has nothing to do with cars, and I am bound and determined to find somebody in Indianapolis <laughs> that I can go talk cars with. Well, we go um, up to Pennsylvania for a funeral, and we go to the Philadelphia Car Show. Yeah. 
I try you to can find always <laughs> you can always work that out. You know, yeah. as yeah. soon as, you, as he says, "Hey, we got to go do this." But honestly, yeah. it was the silver lining on the weekend because that. I mean, I yes. still have all those hundreds and hundreds of pictures mm-hmm. on my phone, and I, I still gives me goosebumps because I saw the most gorgeous Mustang. <gasps> she got to see before yes. the dark horse. The new Dark Horse Mustang. Oh, okay. It was okay. there, and it was the blue lights obsession. and everything. <laughs> Ford did a very good job in that display because it does not mm-hmm. look like that in normal lighting. I've seen pictures of it. That's that's it all I've seen. It looks really beautiful, do it but it does. Yeah. the the picture the the display was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Seeing it in natural light, it doesn't look like that. The paint is still a pretty color. Yeah, <laughs> but it they oversold it. <laughs> Well, you were talking about uh, going to Pennsylvania looking for a car show. That's another neat thing. You can go on Facebook in any in any of the car club mm-hmm. or, or or car club pages. Hey, are there any events going on? You know, here, there, whatever. There's no list of these things, so that's no. gonna that's gonna be another part mm-hmm. of Swap It Fast. Is these hosts will have the opportunity to list their events. And like I said, I don't want a hundred. I don't want two hundred. I want ten thousand. Yeah. I want 10,000 events in there. So you're, you're going to go to uh, Alabama to visit your grandparents, you know, whatever. Yeah, hey, let's, we're going over here. Let's see what there's any events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be able to find them. Yeah. And that yeah. was pretty much how the Pennsylvania trip went. You know, mm-hmm. we went, uh, she got to say goodbye to her grandma. And um, I never met either one of them. So I got to be the person in the car that, you know, was there for her. And when we got back to the Airbnb, it was like, okay, well, now what? What do you want to do now? <laughs> we're still well, we're still up here for three days, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, it was touchy because you know she had moved down here twelve years ago. Uh, we're in two thousand twelve, yeah. So you know, I was I didn't want to take away from that, so it was kind of letting her run with it. And we went to the archery store because I like to shoot archery. Mm-hmm. Um, out in Lancaster, and it's beautiful country out there. So and I got to see my first yeah. Amish people riding on buggies <laughs> and a traffic, an Amish you traffic. You haven't been game. to Sarasota? No. <laughs> they have Amish down there, oh too. Oh, my gosh, they're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were just kind of coming back from that, and she's like, hey, uh, I'm a really big Philly cheesesteak fan. Oh, so, Double it up, brother. <laughs> so uh, I was like, well, you know, I, I want a Philly from Philly. And um, I created that too big in my head and mm-hmm. i was not impressed it was it was good it wasn't like oh my god you have to go here and there's two places across the street from each other and they're both packed they both mm-hmm. you know yeah it was good it, it was good it was good because it's I had something it. that you have to do when yes. you go to yes. philly period. so yeah. i was like so we were going there and ashley's like well the philly auto show is going on and i was like I mean, we could swing in. It was like 20 bucks or something to get in. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there was parking like right across the street. And like, it was know, a perfect. All the stars just, aligned. Like, it, was, it was good. <laughs> the so, yellow brick road was yeah. right there. Uh-huh. And we got to talk to a, a couple builders and, and stuff like that. That, you know, because you follow these people on social media mm-hmm. and you're never going to run into them. Or very, you know, it's unlikely that uh, a little tiny hot rod shop. Or custom shop is going to truck down to Turkey unless they're invited or you know some reason to be here, like selling parts on Swap It Fast. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> but so you get up to these shops that you know they're three or four states is is basically where they're going to live because 
you know, it's it's hard to travel with, you know. Absolutely. So I got to see a bunch of the cars that, you know, I've I've seen on social media or met people and this podcast has afforded me that ability um as well, you know, um Zach Parks with Wire Customs. I've I followed him. I love what he does. I had him on the podcast. Um, you know, and it it connects people and that's what I feel like that's swap it fast is connecting people. We're trying to swap, uh, trying to connect people as well, because literally, the the world has changed to a cell phone or a TV screen or an iPad in everybody's faces that you don't get a chance to sit down and talk to people, mm-hmm. and you lose connection. Absolutely, you know it's you're buying. From I can some- talk to you over the phone. But I, I know for me, if I'm on the phone with somebody, after about 10 minutes, my mind's wandering. So whether I do it in here, most of the time if you're talking to me, you're talking to me in the podcast room because my phone connects to that and I don't have it in my hand. Right. So I don't want to go, oh, well, I'll just turn you on speakerphone and marketplace or something over here or look up this. You're not focusing. And that's what we've lost. We've lost that communication. And unfortunately, it's the younger generation that's that's causing it. But getting to talk to people in person and looking at somebody, you know they're paying attention. You yep. see the subtle. You see it, it's an awesome experience. And car shows give you that. There's... You get to go talk to people that literally have been in this for a long time. Some of them are third, fourth, fifth, sixth generation hot rodders. And I want to hear your story of how'd you do it back in the fifties mm-hmm. and cars are coming out. You know, the uncertainty that just got found after 50 right. years. Right. Like, I think he's going to need some parts <laughs> <laughs> and we want to be there. Mm-hmm. And, that, be and that's there. the thing, and and this is it's it's going to be awesome, and everything surrounding this is it's going to be an awesome experience, mm-hmm. and I look forward to seeing how big y'all can get, yeah. because at the end of the day, we have the same goal. We do, you know, and that's growing this as big as it can go, not for, uh, you know, I'm not going to try to buy a yacht. I'm not trying to. Nope. But I want, I want to connect people, young generation, old generation. You know, I, I was that kid with the Hot Wheel. I was that kid that, you know, walking around with his hands behind his back because my dad taught me right. And people going, hey man, you like that? Get in it. You know, and sitting in cars that, at that time, were iconic. You know. Because you don't see them every day. You know, you don't see a Pro Street 69 Camaro every day. No. Unless you own one. You don't get to see, you know, Bonnie and Clyde gangster cars going down unless you own it. So going to these car shows, seeing what people did to accomplish a a problem, to fix a problem. Seeing what they did, you know, a 50-style build, they're still out there. Sure. They're still running around 70 years later. They didn't have CNC machines. 
they didn't have benders. They didn't have, you know, it was that piece of metal needs a little bit more bend. Squeak, squeak, on that, your knee. And fabrication is taking on fabrication is taking on a whole new meaning these days. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. It's incredible. But there's also old school tricks that you can't duplicate. You know, I mean, there's guys out there, and I'm going to run into it with the 32. That truck is going to be bare metal. And somehow I got to get real good at welding because right now I'm, I'm not I'm not exposed uh, weld guy. But I will be by the time I get done with there it. There you go. And the beginning of the project, I'm going to be a grinder. <laughs> by the end gotta, of it. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. By the end of it, I hope to be a welder. But even, you know, there's quite, I had questions on that truck. You know, the windshield needs replaced because it looks like somebody flew through the windshield. I didn't know how to get the windshield off. It was a passenger, by the way. It flew, <laughs> flew through it? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're just going to go with that because it's on the passenger side and it would perfectly fit. It could have been the driver, though. As small as that cab is, it could have been either person. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I was getting ready to grind bolts off. Because I was like, they're rusted, they need off. So I was going to grind. Well, come to find out, there's two bolts that if you tilt the windshield up, yep. it all comes off. They're right there. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> but if I wouldn't have asked the question and had somebody that was knowledgeable, I'd have been trying to figure out how to weld a frame back in there because I was fixing to cut it out. Right. But with, That's how you learn, though, too. Yes. Yeah. And I've made, I've made a bunch of mistakes, and I've fixed a bunch of mistakes. But it's, it's a lot easier... And it also connects because the older generation made those mistakes already. So if you can get a little insight on how you don't have to duplicate their mistakes. And also, I mean, we're not here forever. No. So them old cars that are tucked away that I'm going to get to that. They're not. Right. And eventually... Uh, his wife is going to need somebody to pass those cars on, and and hopefully, you know, I'm around, and people of of the same mindset as me are around to save those cars. Well, look at the barn finds that are coming out. Oh, yeah. They're just incredible, famous cars that, that mm-hmm. have been sitting in a barn for the last seventy years, sixty years, fifty years, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, certainty was lost. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even like, I know where it's at, I just can't get it. It was gone. Yep. But you're starting to see some front-engine dragsters that the guys know where they're at. But people are starting to say, okay, I'm, I'm not going to get to that. And, and that's, those people are going to need parts. Those people are going to need knowledge. You know, the, the, the uncertainty, I love how they did that. Absolutely. I love that they found it and they brought it to the Grand National Roadster Show exactly the way that they pulled it out. I don't even think they washed it. The dirt's worth a lot of money, dude. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but they could have, you know, Galpin's Galpin Motorsports is, is capable of redoing that car, and they're going to. It could have been found. They could have tucked it in their shop. No one would have known. And it could have come out, and it could have been fully restored, and everybody would have would have went jump from for joy. There's the shock and awe. Oh yeah, thought there. But mm-hmm. you know, like the the Golden Sahara, when it come out, it came out restored. That's not how they found it. No. 
you know, which doesn't take away from the fact that it's a beautiful and amazing car, but how much work did you have? How did it survive? You know, I'm a big survivor guy, obviously. (laughs) Um, You know, and you have, you know, and then there's builders out there that are duplicating cars that, and putting their own spin on it. You know, Voodoo Larry with the Voodoo Sahara. Right. It's a cool car. And he cheated a little bit in the fact that, you know, he had that car as a reference. It was found and he used it as a reference. But it's not cheating. It's using what you had to build it. And both of those cars are amazing cars. I would love to see both of them in person. And I hope to meet Voodoo Larry at some point in time because what he does is amazing. And those builders are out there. Absolutely. You know, and there's small shop guys. You know, we had Justin. Uh, he he was on, has a really cool 53. I, I would have lost money because I thought that car was on bags. That, that car is lower than my 54, and he drives it around in pothole-infested Pennsylvania, right? <laughs> no, North, north um, not Connecticut, Massachusetts, somewhere up way north. Some near, way, somewhere way, way, near way the north. Factory 5, because yeah. he works for Factory 5. But that car is, I mean, it's cool. And he's slowly doing work on it, which is exactly what we strive, you know, what we, what we preach. And... You know, the the uncertainty isn't everyone's cup of tea. Right. No pun intended. But, you know, we don't... I, I preach, build your car for you. If you don't like it, you don't have to look at it. Right. But I'm not going to build a car for somebody else. Because if I don't like it, then I'm going to be the person that I, I dislike. And I keep a car in a garage that I don't get to enjoy. I'm going to build it the way I want to build it. And if you don't like it, it's easy for you to turn around and go over there with your opinion. Yeah. But that, I mean, then that's where swap it fast comes into play. Yeah. Build it <laughs> the, the whole, way you want to build it. Yep. yep. I'm just trying right. to see here. Something here you asked about favorite cars. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> there you go. We love to see. I already have the Mustang pulled up when we're done. Because <laughs> I was like, I got to show you the pictures that I got. Because it was in, they had like blue lights pointed at them and it was, it was, it was gorgeous. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to have something like this resto modded. It's a 54 Buick Skylark convertible. Oh yeah. oh yeah. There were some things on that car that just, you just don't see them on any other car. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was uh, at Mecham, I was at the, uh, the Mecham event last year. And uh, there was one there that, that came across the block, and I just <laughs> I was, had to hold my chin up so it didn't hit the floor. Yeah, Meekum and uh, Barrett Jackson have uh, single-handedly raised the price of all classic cars. Absolutely. Yes. But then you go to some of them, and the cars do not bring money that they should. Um, the gentleman that does C10 Talk, can't remember his name, but he built Yellowstone. Yellowstone? I don't know. I believe it was Yellowstone was the name of the truck. But it was an original uh, camper special C10. And it was ridiculously nice. And it sold for about a tenth of what it should have went for. 
Wow. The guy that bought that truck actually ended up telling him he would sell it back to him for half of what he thought it was worth. Because he sold it no reserve. And yeah, I want to say it was under 20 grand he paid for that truck. And it was a nice C10. So what is one piece of advice you would give someone trying to get into this car culture? Find 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 the car that you really like, and and strive for that car. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and of course we all want the you know you think of something like a '68 Ford Shelby KR500 or something like that. That's unattainable. <laughs> so buy the plastic model and put it together, paint it the way you want. Yeah. But you know, find find a car that you like and just start mm-hmm. to start to tear apart. Yeah. It's already broken. What are you going to do, break it? <laughs> so, uh, literally. Uh, so, you know, have fun with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been working on cars since I was a kid, and, and I, I've always enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, I'll, have, I'll have my 69 Trans Am someday or whatever, <laughs> you know, and, and, and drive it. I will drive it. Yep. Build it to drive. Yeah. Show it off. Mm-hmm. Get with your friends. Do a car cruise. Start a car cruise. We are trying to put something together. We have something in the works for that. That I'm just trying to get a couple more things in line, and then we will have probably a monthly, you know, a breakfast cruise or something for the guys around here because we know the cars are out here. We yep. just they're tucked away. They don't know about it. You know, we you run into cars every once in a while, and I've I, unfortunate. Like I was telling you earlier, it's. I'm in the county car. I'm in a county shirt. I can't really like chase somebody down. There was a <laughs> there was a roadster pickup truck and I took a picture of it, but that's all I give him a thumbs up and like hope I catch him at the red light and I didn't. But he was a stout cruising and so the cars are out. We just have to find them. And I think uh a public place you know, if you see someone drives by, whether they're in their classic car or they're, you know, they're daily and they see four or five cars there. And then a month later, they see four or five cars there. Eventually, it's going to be 10 or 12 cars, then eventually 20, 30 cars. And then eventually, hey, uh, business, you need to shut down because we're bringing in the whole restaurant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we have big plans for our year, um, which we're a month and a half in, but, um, that's going to be a big, you know, it, I don't know if it's going to, I don't know if we're going to be able to incorporate swap meet into it, but it'll definitely be a little car cruise in. I'm not a big one for car, actual car shows with trophies because I think that kind of <clears throat> takes away from what it means to me. Sure. You know, hanging out, talking about cars, you know, I don't, I feel like you go to some of these car shows and, oh, well, my car didn't win a top 25. Well, is that why you're here? Like, here, I'll some, give you some, my trophy. Like, Some people are, <laughs> and, and that's okay. And that's that's what they do. That's what trips mm-hmm. their trigger. You know, and that, you know go for the trophies. Yeah. But um, to me, when we pull in somewhere, I don't, ex- I don't expect to win anything. 
other than a good conversation with people that enjoy what, what we enjoy. Or if you don't enjoy it, if you don't enjoy what we enjoy, tell us why you don't enjoy it. I'll listen. Mm-hmm. And if it's not too outlandish, I'll stand there and listen to it. You know, if not, then, hey, we're probably going to disagree. But to me, anything that gets you involved in this, do it. You know, I'm not, I don't like squatted trucks. I don't like trucks on big wheels with little tiny mud tires right next door. But <laughs> if that's what's going to get them to enjoy their vehicles. It gets them out. It gets them out. You know. If, I still don't understand the, the Carolina squat thing. <laughs> no, I, I, they're both right next door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they have big billet 24-inch wheels and, and mud tires. And I, don't, I don't get that. But if you that's still give them the thumbs up as they yeah, pass on I-4 going to the same car show. You know who it is, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you can't and miss minute, that. <laughs> no, and, and his, tru- his truck's probably got, I'd say, 60 grand in lights. Wow. Wheel well lights yeah. and his grill he lights, lights up. up and whole... Yeah. If he turned on his lights right now, it would be like daylight outside. Yeah. It's all and, and it's awesome. He likes it. That's good. I don't know. It tickles his fancy. And that's all that matters. <laughs> you know, uh rat rods if uh, rat rods to a point, you know, I, I get the rat rod and there's kind of a, a fine line. Um originally when I bought the thirty two, I told the guy it was gonna be a rat rod. I was wrong. Um, it's just going to be an unfinished traditional build, uh, rat rod to purposely make it look like garbage or ratty. I don't like, but if that's what, if that's what you're into, if you like the spider webs holding your headlights on, go for it. If that's, what's going to get you to drive your car and be passionate about it, go for it. Well, not not everybody can like love everything. And and that's the thing is I don't have to love it. Right. I don't own the car. Right. So if you, you like it, it, get it out. Go for yeah. it. You know, I, I, you know, we always used to joke in the motorcycle world if you rode a sports, you're like, oh, that's fine. You can, you know, park in the back. But, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. Get, you know, get out, enjoy your car. It's your car. If you want big wheels, probably not my fancy, but go for it. Doesn't have to be. You know, if you want the little 13 inch Dayton spokes and you want to carry a, a wheel around while you're hopping and all that go for it bonnie and i saw a car <laughs> on our way up here today we i don't i don't even know what kind of car it was it was a it was a little four-door sedan that was on she says look at the little itty bitty wheels on that <laughs> <laughs> little 13s or something i i don't know they look like golf cart tires on mm-hmm. a car Oh, um, but that's what they like, and they were mm-hmm. they had the red anodized rims, so that was mm-hmm. that was go. showing it off. Yep. But, but if that's would what I drive that you, car? No. no. But, but if that's what gets you going, <laughs> and also on that same note, the low lows and the donks and all that, I don't understand. But you best believe if I see one sitting there, I'm going to go admire the build. Sure, you're going to talk to a guy. Dude, or girl, whatever. We went uh, we went to the Groundhog Gale over in Sanford, and they had, what, half a dozen lowriders and engraved drive shafts, engraved under the hood, the wow. whole firewall's engraved, gold-plated this, gold this, and I'm like, it's not my thing. But the fact that, and they, there was no trailers. Like, they drove them. They drove them there. Mm-hmm. Probably took them an hour to get them clean, but if that's what gets them out, cool. 
you know. When they need parts, they need to look at swapping fast. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. they do. <laughs> and, and, and a lot of those cars are, you know, those are, those cars, they, because most of them have been hopped to death, they need those parts. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, 64 Impalas and, you know, uh, 71 Caprice Donks. I mean, there's, most of them have died a horrible life. <laughs> Because that's what they do with them, and that's part of their passion. Yep. And if that's if that's what you want to do with it, go hey, for it. Hey, look what the Dukes of Hazard did to the Charger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's why you can't touch a Charger now. But you know, and then and anything that you do to your car that makes you happy, go cool. ahead. You know, if you want to put a big sound system in it, go for it. Sound system won't work in any of my cars. They're too loud. Whether it's exhaust or rattles, but you know it is what it is. You just listen to a different kind of music. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and, and and we see it all the time. And being of our generation, when we walk up, n- not majority of the time, but a lot of the time, when we walk up to somebody that's more me walking up to somebody, and try to carry on a conversation, they kind of blow us off in the beginning. Because it's just some young, you know, crumb snatcher that don't know nothing about it or they're insulting or we think that everything should have big wheels on it. Well, that's not us. And then I talk to the people and they, by the end of the conversation, usually we can at least agree that we're both passionate about the same thing. You bet. Because like I said, I don't care what you do. Cars, cars don't see age. You know, they... they the, the designs and stuff like that might be a little bit different, but cars cars can make that. They do make that bridge, yeah. that generation and, bridge. And also, I mean, the things that, and my dad, we're, it's been a while ago, but we were sitting out in his carport and a truck come by. And you could tell he had the muffler cut off of it and he's giving it the beans. <laughs> it sounds like it's hauling ass, but it ain't going nowhere. Which, and he, uh, you know, I was like, wait a second. Didn't she used to cut the muffler off of everything? Yeah, so, <laughs> it's the same thing, bud. Like, well, no, that's the and the old and and the generation prior to you was screaming and yelling at the same thing that y'all were doing. We just do it differently. <laughs> the one thing I, I I don't understand it is that I guess it's just for the noise. They, there's a way to tune um, a car where it'll it, it's a snap, crackle, pop type. My truck has it. Does it really? Yeah. Okay, is, and that's that's a computer tune. Yes. Okay. It sounds like it's backfiring and everything else. You got one of those, huh? I don't. Mine doesn't do. I'm sure glad you're not my next door neighbor. <laughs> mine. Yeah, that truck. I'll fire it up for you. No, that truck has a. There's. It's a. It's like an add-on. So I have rumble, which makes it sound like a does. It sounds less diesel, and more like a deep. Because it doesn't have a muffler or anything on it. Uh-huh. It's a straight pipe back from the turbo. And then there's a whistle that shuts the VGT. And it literally just sounds like a jet engine sitting out there. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I'll I'll be in here in the morning and he'll be out there and he'll start it up. And, like, you can hear it. I mean, it is a big diesel truck. But it's not obnoxious. But then again, we live next to two diesel trucks as well that do the same thing. Thing. Yeah. So, well, the one's a power stroke, <laughs> so it whistles ridiculous. Yeah. And then the one is a, a baby, baby Cummins. Yeah. 
but it's it's not obnoxious. Like it's not, but it is five inch straight pipe from the turbo to a seven inch tip. So it, I mean, it is. It's well, I've noisy. Got, I've got a four inch straight on on my six five, and it's a V. That's a V eight diesel. Yeah. So I mean, it. If you put your foot in it, <laughs> oh my god, yeah. it's the only thing that that the only time that that truck gets kind of annoying is around 80 75 80 if you're at a constant speed you get the drone a little, you get a little bit of a drone so just do 85 90 and then you don't have that problem no drone <laughs> <laughs> or let her drive it and she'll we, run what you brung we don't need to talk about that oh, man. we picked that truck up and i was t- we drove to alabama to go get the truck and i was literally i was exhausted by the time we got up there and dealt with everything and so coming home, I'm like, all right, we're up on the interstate, babe. Just let her rip, let her ride, and not, and I'm I'm gonna take a little nap. I wake up, <laughs> and she's in the middle lane, and there's cars on both sides of us headed in the direction that we're headed, but we're passing them like they're sitting still. And I'm like, man, I said, I mean, it's which, a big truck. You've seen it out there, like Alabama the hood is at the top of your head. It's- Alabama is very, very. Uh, speed conscious so if the speed limit is 65 we're doing 64 like so i was so so how fast I, was she going we'll get to that okay so she so i'm, I'm like and i'm thinking all right well they're they're probably doing the speed limit and she's probably doing 10 over and because i just woke up maybe i'm a little off so i peek over and we're doing 90 and I go, hey, uh, you might want to slow down. She's like, I'm not going that holy. I'm like, yeah, it's a little bit. <laughs> the truck rides very smooth. It does ride it's very different smooth. Than and a everybody car. was getting out of my way. Well, so yeah. I'm just going. <laughs> the big ranch hand bumper and the fact that, you know, the ranch hand is in their back window. You know, they were moving. <laughs> they were moving. It's so, a sm- it, I, number, first and foremost, it was a You were biblical that day. You were, po- <laughs> you were Moses parting the water, huh? Pretty much. <laughs> but, like, I'll even, there have been times where, like, I, when I did drive to work, I drove down one back road for 90% of the trip. If there's no other cars, like, I will look down and I'm going 50 miles over the speed limit just because of how smooth the ride yeah. is. For as like, big of the truck as it is, it it rides really, really. I also smooth. have a wet foot. So. <laughs> She's looking. Well, and yeah, you're looking at me like that's just a normal day. Yeah, <laughs> but even like you know, getting up, like jumping on the interstate with that, you know, you coming from we traded in a half ton gas motor for it. So like, you get on the interstate and you go to go, the V8 you hear. You don't really. That one doesn't do much spooling. It just, all of a sudden, you're at 60. So it's like, oh, okay. And you're not used to it. And that truck's a little modified, um, which at that time, it had a different tune in it. It was like 800 horse. So it doesn't take much to motivate it. So (laughs) she's just zipping, and I'm like, okay, um, pull over. Motivate it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pull of a. <laughs> I've never heard it put quite that way, but okay. <laughs> Doesn't take much to to get her going, but. So with that being said, um, and don't forget, of course, go to our description where you're going to find um the link to Throttle Addict, where if you use the code word Hot Rod, you get fifteen percent off 
They have great shirts, hats for guys, women, the whole kit and caboodle. And And also, we would like to welcome Swap It Fast, which their Facebook and Instagram will be in the description of the podcast and also in the description on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Thank you very much for having us. I've I've enjoyed this. Thank you for coming. Thank you all for coming on. See ya. Bye. Bye.